Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Every Damn Day. Today is with me is Erica uh, Munchbach with When September Ends. I think I did a hybrid of your last name, the German and the uh, non-German. Uh, but we practiced it and then I screw it up. I always screw up uh, words I can't pronounce. Uh, uh, I like your version even better. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go with Erica for the rest of the time. Um, mm -hmm. But but so I get it right. Um, Munchbach. That's what we said earlier, right? Yes. So um, when September ends, I'm excited to talk about this. And it's, it's an event that's coming up very quick. And I know that people will be interested to hear from you what the event is. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about um, your project when September ends? Okay. Well, hi, guys. I'm Erica. And um, I never really liked this question. Tell me about yourself. But I'm going to give it my best shot. Throughout my life, I've done like I've tried and dabbled in lots of different things, but never really experienced a whole lot of success in any of them. So it's hard to identify myself by career or job or anything like that. I've had a myriad of jobs. I've uh, worked in a lab before. I worked in the hospital for five years. I have like 120 credits in molecular biotechnology, but no degree. So, you know, it's been an interesting path I've taken and um, the path led me to being homeless in 2017. And that was a pretty uh, impactful experience for me. So that's part of the reason why I decided to coordinate this event and focus on, make the focus of it, um, celebrating the struggle of someone that's recently overcome homelessness. And the event itself, uh, we usually call it a performing arts showcase and community marketplace, which means that there's like an opportunity for almost anyone to get involved and make a difference in the community. So. You could get involved as like a vendor and sell your product, or you could be an exhibitor and uh, talk about your nonprofit, or you could perform. Uh, so that that just kind of designed it so that anyone could get involved if they wanted to. And uh, due to the pandemic this year, we've had to make some hopefully temporary changes to the format. So there's not vendors and exhibitors, and we are discouraging the public from coming just so we can keep the numbers low to stay within that executive order. And um, so we've got like quite a variety of performances and it's going to be live streamed on the Fledges YouTube and Facebook platforms. And yeah, it's a wide variety of performers and um, some a few people that would have normally been vendors are just going to use some like time to talk about their projects. And I'm super stoked about it. And I'm also really stoked to be here with you, Jerry. Yeah. All right. Well, uh I got a bunch of questions to ask you about what you just said. So first okay. of all, do you uh, um, do you kind of consider yourself a homeless advocate or a just housed advocate? Uh, is it all the same um, space? I haven't exactly determined my title yet. It's going to be a lot broad, broader than homeless advocate, but that's definitely going to play a, a huge part part in it. Like I, I consider myself, I think I need to work on the wording, but like an ambassador for broken people and disadvantaged community members. So I need to work on the exact terminology, but uh, definitely being homeless plays into that a big part. So I hope I, that my, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I hope that the bigger projects that I'm working on, like eventually make a difference for a lot of people that don't have advantages. And um, I hope they, like bring forth some equity in our community, hopefully someday. 
I uh, I like how you're you're working on that part of the the from homeless to housed journey where you know they're already housed but there's still a little bit of instability right that needs to just yeah. be strengthened um and i also love how you're focusing on one particular family this year and you know if we it's it's one person one at a time isn't it yeah it's pretty exciting actually because in the past we've invited all the guests at the uh women's and children's shelter. And I think that regardless of pandemic or not, this one highlighting and honoring one family, I think that that's definitely a positive thing that's come from the pandemic because I think I'm gonna stick with that going forward to like make a difference for this one family and hopefully put connections and relationships around them. Because a lot of the times people don't realize that uh, when you become homeless, it's usually because of failure somehow, somewhere in relationships. So that's one thing that I really want to focus on is putting positive relationships around people that where they are basically in a relationship desert. Like you and I probably have a lot of relationships with positive people in our lives, but somebody who's recently become homeless or been homeless, a lot of the times they don't have anyone that they can count on for anything. And it's not even always like material stuff. Like we just really need people to be that mentor and to teach us how to do better in life. And uh, we learn that through relationships. It's kind of goes back to where they want to tell you, like, just pick yourself up by the bootstraps. But how can I do that if I don't have any bootstraps? So, <laughs> What are yeah. boots? Um, <laughs> so, you know, you, you said in the beginning, you don't like answering that question of, you know, that tell me about yourself question. And then you rattled off just tons of different kind of labels that people can give you, right? You can get, you can get stratified in so many different things that you could be called homeless. You can be called a college student. You could be called a molecular biologist. Um, is that what you said? Molecular biology or bio? Um, yeah, that's what my uh, coursework was in, was molecular biotechnology. I've actually worked in uh, the hospital as a sterile supply technician, and I also worked as a histotechnologist before. So I'm kind of, uh, I'm curious, you know, what, I'm, I'm going to skip down to, like, Paul Smith was on the show yesterday, and mm -hmm. he talked about you know, the, the people from yesterday ask you a question today and eventually you'll ask uh, um, the question to the person tomorrow. But I want to jump to his question right now. He asked, you know, why, why this for you? Why are you intersecting with helping homeless people or helping whomever? And on the surface, because I don't want you to get this easy, this easy answer, on the surface, it's because you were homeless, but you could be molecular biologists and you could do all these other things. What brings you here? Where's, where's that passion come from? Well, to be very honest with you, the passion comes from my faith. And also like, I feel like God gave me a vision several years ago of the sort of difference he wanted me to make in my community. And you're right. I could probably do that and be a lot better off like financially like histotechs, traveling histotechs right now make $37 an hour. And what I do, I make $0 an hour, but uh, my bills are paid. So I just trust God to provide and that I will turn around and do the best I can to give back to him with whatever re resources he provides me with. So the why is uh, a vision that God gave me in um, the sort of institution of the community that the Bible talks about. The 
because uh, a lot of people have this. Um, well, the Christians, they do it themselves. Like they're not always nice people and they're not always as helpful as like really the Bible tells them to be. So I'm trying to bring forth the community that the Bible talks about. And that's always like going to involve authenticity and vulnerability. So that's a big component of the event and storytelling. People come together from all walks of life. So that's why we've intentionally, like there'll be, well, normally in the uh, event, I don't know, ex I, 2020 is super weird, but um, normally in the event, there would be people from all different sorts of walks of life, like coming together and mingling and connecting in a way that they don't usually because I've like intentionally brought people with money and uh, success together with people that don't necessarily have that right now. So that's is, one. Slide. Is there uh, is there something you've been doing uh, every damn day to lead up to the event? Is there a discipline you have? I'm not good at discipline, Jerry. I just, uh, I <laughs> struggle with emotional stability sometimes. So I just, it's hard for me to stay consistent, but when I have that energy and enthusiasm, I definitely put it into moving forward with uh, the next idea or talking to the next person or making the next thing happen because making this happen has been, it's definitely not something that I could ever do by myself. I've had a lot of help. And uh, so it's just like moving forward and trying to inspire those people to believe in this project and get them to help in whatever way they can help. So. It's just that moving forward with the vision, I guess, is what I do every damn day. Yeah, it's uh, you're one of the very few people who um, have been to almost all of the almost 200 scrum meetings that the Fledge has had every day. Um, mm -hmm. So that's something I know that you've done. And I've seen you go from Ooh. what are we going to do with this event to here's it's about to happen this weekend. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think you do that every damn day, too. So. Now it's your turn to come up with a question. And tomorrow we have uh, uh, Joachim, and I forget the name of his project real quick. I want to look at it. Um, Joachim uh, Lockhart is talking about timely dining. And you, had a, you have a good question for him. So what's your question for him? Hi, Joachim. I look forward to meeting you in real life someday. And my question is, how does your endeavor work toward building a more resilient community? And then, as is tradition, I guess I can start saying after our 12th uh, episode or whatever, um, you have to answer that question, too. I can do that. So with uh, when September ends and uh, the bigger projects that I'm working on, which I'm calling Jubilee for now, uh, human beings are set up to learn through relationships. And I am trying to put positive relationships around people so that we can transform our community. If you take like one broken person and we're all broken in a way, so I don't ever mean that derogatory, but if you take one person that's struggling or has struggled and put positive people around them and they can learn how to make their life better, then they can move forward and they can do that for somebody else in a couple years. Like, that was me not very long ago, very troubled and broken. And I've had the great fortune to have a lot of positive people around me. So I just wanna kind of move forward with that. And if we all make this sort of thing an intentional part of every damn day, then we could really change our community. So that's how I'm trying to work for, towards building a more resilient community. 
And you know we love the answer because it's coming right into the center of the Maslow hierarchy of needs. You get those connections going and you'll go up and uh, build self-esteem and your sense of purpose and your safety, security, food and shelter will start to fall into place. So Erica is working at helping people get relationships every damn day, building a stronger community, making us more resilient, and we love you for it. So look her up on Facebook, look up every, or when September ends uh, this Saturday to see how we can, how you can watch it with the Facebook page on the Fledge or the Fledge's YouTube channel. So every damn, or when September ends this Saturday, every damn day, every damn day at two. Thank you everyone for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank hey. you, Erica. Bye-bye.